Welcome to The Pulse, where we delve deep into the issues and ideas that are shaping the future of education. I'm your host, Rick Cernsey, Superintendent of the Putnam County School District, and each week we'll be talking to teachers, administrators, and other experts in the field about the latest trends, best practices, and most pressing concerns in education. Whether you're a teacher, a parent, or just someone who cares about education, this podcast is for you. So sit back, Relax, and let's dive into the pulse. Well, we have with us Kathy Oyster today. Kathy is our newly appointed principal of Palaka Junior Senior High School. So congratulations, Kathy. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I guess congratulations are in order, but yes. Yeah. It's a big it's a big challenge and um I know you're gonna do great there and you've already hit the ground running and I know that actually you've actually been on the ground now for what a month or so. A little over a month. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you're working alongside JT Stout, the current principal, and so you're coming in. You're kind of looking for next year, and JT is, you know, he's going to finish his his yeah. tenure there, and it's kind of working on, uh, you know, finishing up, you know, working with the graduates and all. Correct. But I know there's a lot of collaboration going on. So, so tell me this: going into next year as a new principal. What are some things that you're thinking about as far as building a strong school culture? It's a great question. First and foremost, I don't feel that school culture is confined to the building. I believe it should seep out into the community, into our families, and into our businesses. Mm-hmm. It, when it is only confined to the brick and mortar of a building, the school will never reach its full potential. Once we get the culture out into everybody, we have to establish trust. Mm-hmm. And trust is established in different ways, but also very common. So within the school, with the faculty and staff, it's getting to know each and every individual within that building and building a personal relationship mm-hmm. and giving them the opportunity to get to know you and trust you. Mm-hmm. When they have that trust established, then they're willing to be vulnerable and change and improve things as well. Now, speaking outside of the school, when you look at your community and our families and our businesses, I believe a little bit differently in culture when it comes to the community and businesses for far too long. Schools have been seeing collaboration between community and business as I need a sponsor, I need your money. And that is not what I believe in. I believe in showing our support to a locally owned business, spending our money there, but also giving their brand and their message out to our families as well and allowing them an opportunity to have access to our families and our students. It's in that work where trust is reestablished in the community and with our businesses. When it comes to the families, having an open door conversation and really listening to them and valuing their time and listening to their input and actually taking their input and acting on it as well. It's when we have all of our stakeholders buying in and when that trust is established that the school itself is able to move forward and progress not only in a positive culture, but academically as well. And, you know, you've walked the walk, and I know you work well at, at one of our local elementary schools, Kelly Smith, and um, I know you built a strong culture there, and not only inside of school, but outside of the school. And I really think that's kind of a unique comment you made about so many of our businesses. It's like, okay, it's that time of the year that people are going to start coming wanting money from yeah. us. I really like the idea that you're actually extending to them to bring value to them. And in return, that builds trust where they do want to come Correct. and uh, support you. So I salute you on that. That's that's really cool. So and that, go ahead. 
that actually helped really create a paradigm shift. That elementary school, there was a lot of trust that was lost in our community mm -hmm. and with our families. But when they saw the school for two, three consecutive years, putting money into their business, advertising their business, welcoming the business into the school, that's when they wanted to see the school succeed. Mm -hmm. That's when the community wanted to see the school succeed. When we were going out to the community and doing service projects and giving our time and our effort, then that's when they wanted to not only participate and see the school succeed, they then put the money out as well. It's not going to ever change overnight, if we, but we did see that change in year three. And that's how we got the community and the businesses behind us. You planted a lot of seeds that finally came to fruition. Yeah. You know, and this is this is kind of a kind of a um, question that I think is we hear in the news a lot now. But you know, Florida is really big on school choice, mm -hmm. and really, you know, with public schools and and the opportunities for students to either go to our public schools or go to a private school or charter school or homeschool. Or tell me why. A student, a high school age student in Putnam County or in Palatka, where we are now, and again, thinking about what Palatka Junior Senior High School offers compared to some of these other choices, what might a parent or a student think about why would they come to Palatka Junior Senior High School rather than some other choice? One word, opportunities. By far, Palaka Junior Senior High School offers so many more opportunities than any other school in this district, really. Mm -hmm. Whether it's public, private, charter, you have students that can get an automotive certification, a welding certification. We're going through advanced manufacturing. We've got the allied health certifications as well. We have vice in our school. There are so many different opportunities and avenues for students to take. Academically speaking, you've got the Collegiate High School. Mm -hmm. We're trying to add um, ACE courses next mm -hmm. year as well. We have honors courses, AP courses, and dual enrollment. And those opportunities are not found at other schools or other locations like they are at Placa Junior Senior High School. And that is, now I appreciate you saying all that because we've really, district-wise, we've really tried to expand those, you know, the CTE opportunities and the acceleration opportunities. and. You know, the value of having a large high school, which a lot of people might find, you know, kind of threatening sometimes or scary, if you will, especially coming in as a brand new student. The value of that is you do have those opportunities. Absolutely. You can you can have that capacity to offer that. And I think that's a great opportunity, you know, to really uh, meet the, the many needs of our students. Talk to me about in a, a large high school like that. And I, I've worked there a number of years, so I understand. I remember you. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of faculty there. How do you go about building that collaboration between faculty? You know, collaboration is kind of a catchword now. Mm -hmm. People are stronger together than they are separate. What do you do or what are you going to do to really build that strong collaboration? So that's when you start to focus on climate really looking at how can we bring people together. We use the early releases now as a great opportunity to really get to know one another. Too frequently you hear, I don't know person A, B, and C down this hallway because they don't ever venture out to that side of the hallway, but the opportunities to come together and work on the climate and give, we just went bowling. And that was one of the best opportunities where they got to see everyone outside their element. Mm -hmm. They were having fun and having conversations that they normally would not have. They got to know each other on a personal level. When you know people on a personal level, again, that is what opens the door and makes them want to trust you and collaborate. You know, to, to take people away from their normal environment, like you're talking about, and put them in a different environment, 
it almost creates a different paradigm altogether. And uh, I really like that idea. And you know, you're and you're referring to the early release days where all of our schools are doing that now, just to be able to come together and build that strong school culture. So what do you see in or what do you anticipate with, you know, building that strong school culture? How do you envision that having positive outcomes on our students? So you, when it comes to culture, that is the foundation of all student growth. And it goes back to all stakeholders buying in. It's only when the community buys in, the businesses buy in, the families buy in, the students, the faculty and staff buy in, when everybody takes ownership of a school, mm -hmm. students succeed. You can't rely on solely a school to move students. It has to have all the stakeholders take place. And we got to see that at several schools. We saw it out in Interlock and High School. We saw it at Kelly Smith Elementary. Both of those schools were in DA status, but building that culture in the community and within the school helped to build that student success. And, you know, we've talked about before, if, if the adults in the building are rather happy or positive, yeah. that's going to have a positive impact on students as well. I had a meeting with our superintendent's student advisory council today, as a matter of fact, earlier this, today, and we talked about exactly that. I asked them to describe what the general attitude of the adults were in the building. And it's interesting. We had some positive. We had some not so positive. Mm -hmm. But students really do pay attention to, you know, are people really happy working here or not? If they're not, that can really have a devastating effect. So I salute you in doing that. And the other thing that I'm curious to hear from you, because you being from here and you really know this community probably better than most of our leaders, just because you grew up here. And you know what the perception has been over the, over the years about black and junior senior high, just because they're the largest school. Like I said, some people may be, uh, especially starting there, may be reluctant to go there because they're afraid of the bigness. How do you challenge those negative perceptions, whatever they are? How do you challenge those and, you know, how do you build belief about the positivity of the school? And, and you've alluded to that some, but especially those negative ideas, because, you know, people talk and they get on Facebook and they do all that saying negative stuff. How can you change that narrative? Well, I've actually started by inviting people into the school to come see. We've had people express interest in wanting to come to work at Placa Junior Senior High School, but they hear the rumors, the rumors of the 1%, not the 99% of what's great at that school. Mm -hmm. And having them come in and actually walk our halls, walk our classrooms, they see how the misconception is just that. It is not chaos. It's not a negative environment whatsoever but also making sure that their first interaction on campus is that of a positive one. Mm -hmm. And whether it's inside the campus or outside the campus, as we've talked about before, that first impression makes a big impact on anyone, everyone. If you are a brand new parent and you're deciding which school to come to, you wanna pull up and see a great school. Mm -hmm. You wanna be welcomed by positive front office staff. You wanna walk the halls and see order and organization. You don't mm -hmm. wanna see chaos. So a lot of that is literally just showing people what is inside the building. And I think being transparent, like you're talking about and using an open door policy. And of course, you know, we have to be concerned about safety and security, but still, we still want to open our doors up to a certain extent to say, you know what, this is not a bad place. Yeah. And, I, and I agree with you. I think once people come in there, they say, you know what, I feel pretty good about this place now. And 
I know you're going to have a lot of things planned this summer and, and going into next year. So, so as we finish up, tell me some things about maybe I haven't asked you about what do you really want to see? Maybe that one big thing happen next year, Placa Junior Senior High School. What's if you can achieve? Is there an open this, check to this? Yeah, I mean, uh, white check. Yeah, that's kind of a uh, that's kind of a big answer, a big question. But at the end of next year. What's going to be your measure of success? You know, we've really been able to do X. Perception of the community has changed. Plain and simple. That's great. What is within those walls is not the reality, and that needs to be changed. That's great. Once our perception gets cleaned up, I feel like we are going to have a better opportunity. Our faculty and staff will have a better mindset, too, going in, knowing that the community sees us in a different light. That's great. And that's all about the culture you've been talking about. It's not only in the school, it's outside of school. So I want to thank you for being here. I know it's, uh, you've got a lot of stuff going on. And to take time away from the high school to come out here and talk to us, I think is, I really appreciate that. And I think it's really going to be meaningful for those uh, people in our audience that see this and hear this. So thank you, Kathy. Thank and you. Always good to have you here.